Yo guys, welcome to the Touchliner Podcast. Special episode, not a really long normal episode. We're having a special one because Cristiano Ronaldo has just done his interview, or it's just been aired on TV in two parts with Piers Morgan. He's come out basically, and he's spoken about his situation. Wait, he hasn't come out. He has. Okay, <laughs> he has physically Sorry. come out in public himself with Piers Morgan. And done an interview where he's basically explained his situation at United, how he's been feeling, what he's been going through. Um, and at the end, he talked about some other topics as well. But we're just here to talk about the football-related ones mostly. Um, as a United fan, I do have a lot of opinions on this. Hussein has just told me, I don't know his opinions like exactly. He just said he's the opposite of me because I just said okay. I'm disappointed. So do you want to go first or should I go first? Okay, well, <laughs> where do I begin? I am, I am disappointed. But I'm disappointed in the club. I'm disappointed in Ten Hag. I'm disappointed because even though, here's the thing, even though Ronaldo has come out and said a lot of things, I could tell that he still withheld some things out of respect for Ten Hag. Like he was like, oh, I don't want to go into the details of whatever. Um, but there were, there were definitely things besides what was said that have happened behind the scenes. Um, and because I don't know what happened behind the scenes, I'm not going to say who's at fault and who's to blame and whatnot. But first and foremost, to, okay, fine, they allowed him to miss preseason, but to doubt his word that his daughter is in the hospital with bronchitis, that's that's one massive, massive red flag. Another thing is, right, um, this has been spoken about, but um, from the horse's mouth, you know, for, for Ronaldo to say, I walked out against Spurs because against City, it's, oh, I respect you too much to put you on for three, four minutes. And then against Spurs, it's, I'll put you on for three, four minutes. Clearly, he was making a statement, and I decided that I'm not having any of it. I shouldn't have walked out, but that's what happens. I'm a human, and I make mistakes, right? Here's the thing. When when a person is going through X, Y, Z, right, the loss of his un, um, unborn child, and then his daughter being in the hospital... And then on top of that, he has to watch Messi be the best, be Messi, while he's, what, his conversion rate is like 4% this season or something stupid like that. You know, that plays a part on, on, on his mental health, on everything. So with all of that, the pressure from Ten Hag, the pressure from um, the sport directives, as he says, does get to him. It does, okay, and he's a human being. Okay, he's the best baller in history, number one, better than everyone. Um, but still, he's a human being. He's not a robot just because he's better than everyone else. He has a breaking point. He's going to reach his, 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 well, breaking point. But I just, I personally believe, although, like, there's a devil's advocate for everything, right? Like, okay, Ronaldo hasn't played well at all this season, but he didn't have a preseason. Ronaldo walked out against Spurs, but he was pushed to his limit by Ten Hag, right? Et cetera, et cetera. But I want to know what your thoughts are. Well, when the original quotes came out early this week, uh, you uh, there's a group of me, Hussein Ben. I was just sending all the quotes into the group and just sending long messages after, just ranting. Because I was at work, I couldn't really like say anything. I was just on my phone, just complaining. I was infuriated with um, what was coming out. I'm not infuriated anymore. I'm disappointed with a couple of the things you said. Um, I don't... 
I don't disagree with a lot of the things he said, though. When he's talking about the club, when he's talking about the infrastructure, when he's like, the president, or the, the CEO, as we call it, didn't believe him. I'm not surprised. They're not, they, 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 nothing good has come out of our hierarchy in, in a very long time. You know, like, even our good signings were done by the managers at the time, not the higher-ups. They usually veto these things. They don't know anything about the club, the, her- the history, the heritage. So I agree with him on that. And if they didn't, the thing is with health issues as well with his daughter, you have to take that at face value. You have to take it because if you don't believe it and you're wrong, then like look, like, look, look at the situation now. You, you should just believe it. If he's lying later, you deal with it later, but believe it because health is a serious thing. Family is a serious thing. Moving away from that, if we talk about football, he, <laughs> what Ten Hag said about City is, we were losing 6-1. I'm not going to bring on Ronaldo for the end of the game when we're losing 6-1 out of respect, which might be an excuse. He said it was an excuse. It might be. Because um, realistically, I didn't. You'd, if you're losing 6-1, who are you going to bring on? Realistically, you bring on a defender, a midfielder. Why would you bring on Ronaldo? Oh, yeah, he's going to score six goals. We're going to win 7-6. It's not going to happen, right? The Spurs game, I, from an individual perspective, of course Ronaldo's going to be upset. Anyone's going to be upset. Can you imagine going, just on our level even, if you're going to a back when we were in school, if you go to a school game and then the, uh, the, the coach brings you on with, like, at the end of the game with two minutes, you're going to be angry. You're going to be like, why are you bringing me on now? There's no point in me going on. But you're Cristiano Ronaldo, supposedly the best professional in the world. You're getting paid £500,000 a week. You sit there for three minutes plus at a time. You congratulate your teammates because you're in a team. And you say, well done on the win. If you want to storm down the tunnel after that, go storm down the tunnel. No, in every away game, by the way, he walks off the pitch without applauding the away fans. This is what I've heard from match-going fans. They still cheer him. They still, after... I don't think we'll see him at Old Trafford again, but after all of his antics, him leaving the stadium, him never applauding the away support when we're playing other teams, we still sing Viva Ronaldo, we still chant his name. He is loved here. When he says he's loved it, it's so true. We love him so much. Um, but this has tainted his legacy in a way that he, I don't think he can put a United shirt on again. I, I hope he doesn't, because if it comes to that, I think I will hear boos in that stadium, and I don't want to hear that. I don't want to see us boo Ronaldo. I'm upset at him, but I, I will never boo a player at United, but he can't come back. It's done, basically. That's my opinion. I think, um, like you said, with this first thing, that's definitely how we should have reacted. It's definitely the correct professional way of responding. But, um, and like you said, like the whole... Okay, Ronaldo said it was an excuse from Ten Hag, right? It's either, it's one of two things. It's either an excuse or it's one of Ten Hag's principles, right? His principle of respect. Ten Hag looks like a man who does not betray his morals and his principles. So if this was a principle, then why, however many games later, you're doing the exact opposite thing, right? So clearly, like, that just points to the fact that it was an excuse. It was just something that he had said because he didn't want to bring on Ronaldo, Right. Um, no, but one the, the City game, we were losing 6-1 with like 20-30 minutes to go. The Spurs game yeah, was our but, best game of the, se- of the season. Like, we could have scored yeah, 3 or 4. Yeah, but regardless, yeah, yeah, but regardless, it's like, it's like, you're against City. You're going to sell him on in a game where realistically, he's not really going to make a difference, right? With 60 with 30 minutes to go, you're not, he's not going to score 5 goals, right? Like, at 37, that's just not going to happen. So it's like, okay, out of respect for him, I'm not going to bring him on and waste his time. Okay, done, cool. So why bring him on? Why try to bring him on the 87th when you're two goals up, 
and the team is anyways playing better without him. He's not going to make an impact. He's not going to do anything in three minutes. So where where's the respect then? What happens to the respect? Where did it go? You know, like it, it's 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 respect when it suits you, and then when you want to teach him a lesson, it's goodbye respect, and then you and then then you suspend him, and then the next game you give him the captain's armband. Like this guy needs to decide whether he likes Ronaldo or hates him. I, like I, this I is at this point. That's why I think Ten Hag doesn't see when he looks at his team sheet when he looks at his players he doesn't see that's Ronaldo that's Bruno Fernandes that's Garnacho that's the Dallo he sees these are Manchester United players because at the end of the day he's the coach of Manchester United and I love for, I obviously I don't like seeing Ronaldo upset and all this stuff but for Ten Hag to have that impact right to manage the team everyone is an equal now the biggest thing of this whole interview was Ronaldo's upset that he wasn't getting special treatment which I am sure he got at Real Madrid and Juventus. At United last season, he definitely did as well, because he was the centerpiece. This season, he's not, because he's not working for the team, and Ten Hag treats everyone in the team the same. Garnacho in preseason missed one briefing. He didn't play a single game in preseason. And now look at him. He's reaping the benefits, right? He's treated Ronaldo the same as an 18-year-old, which I think is fair. In a team, everyone has to be equals. If... You're treating people differently. That's not right. And Ronaldo alluded to it a bit. He was like, oh, some people get away with it. I want to know who. I really do because I've, I've not... I mean, from the outside looking in, all of us haven't really seen anyone be treated unfairly. It's, if you have misbehaved, you've been punished. And I think that's fine. I like That's what I love. I think he was referring more to the media in the, in the sense that he was mm. like, eight players walked out against Vallecano. Who made the headline? Cristiano. Yeah. Who no. got slated? I agree Cristiano. with that. I agree with that. They all walked out. They should all. They all got punished as well. That's the thing. They all got punished. He's not talking. About, I don't think he was talking about Ten Hag. He was talking about media reactions that mm-hmm. everyone jumped on me. No one jumped on anyone else. Oh, another thing I want to touch on. I don't know how I feel about this. I love it and I hate it. When he when he spoke about the youngsters and he was like, he's like they they didn't grow up the way that we grew up. They don't have the hunger that we have, you know. And he he didn't name names, but he made it very clear that there were a few players in specific that he was talking about. I think Sancho was one of them. Um, I don't know about the rest, but I do think he was referring to Sancho. Um, here's the thing, right? You, like he said, he like leads by example, and you can try your best to put them on, on the path that you were on that created you. But at the end of the day, it's up to them. And he's like, he kind of alluded to like, I tried my best to get them to, to insert that fire in their bellies. And they just don't want it. They just don't care, you know. And like, not necessarily to Manchester United players, but like it happens so much. We're like, oh, oh, there you go, Pogba. Like, Pogba can lose five mil, and then the next day be dancing on TikTok, right? Like, yeah, yeah. You know, and these players have been in and out of Manchester United. They've been around the Premier League. You got like Emerson Royal right now who's doing that too. <laughs> He's just bad um, though. He's just bad. <laughs> He's not good. But but, what does it tell you? The only high high level player that I've ever seen that spends time on TikTok is Lewandowski. <laughs> Besides that, he's the exception to the rule. Besides that, every um, every footballer who decides they want to be a social media influencer as well as a football player has failed, has not made it to the top level. There is no one besides Lewandowski. And Lewandowski isn't even an influencer. He comes on and he dances a couple times a year, you know. But it's true. It's true what Ronaldo's saying, man. He came from nothing. He worked his way up. You know his stories of him sneaking to the back of McDonald's at nighttime 
and and that lunch lady was named Edna or something, giving him burgers that they were gonna throw away, you know, like like yeah yeah yeah. That is a struggle to no, make it to to sporting, and then to make it to match it. Like, come on, man! Like, you can't write this. And then you got players who were brought up in Manchester, came up through the academy, and just suddenly now they're in the first team. They're like, like, oh, look at me, yeah, I'm in the first team. Oh, look, it's Ronaldo. Like, man, what man? Are you gonna train? Are you gonna play? Like, <laughs> I saw this. I saw this meme. I think I sh- I said to you guys, um, it was a joke. Obviously, it's not a real quote, but it was like Ronaldo, um. Speaking, he's like, I asked Sancho if he wanted to practice shots with me, and after training, he just went, "Blow it, bro." It's <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, fine, it's not true, but like, I can see that happening. Can you? So yeah, I mean, look, I think it's different generations, right? Um, with the United Academy products, I do think the ones in the team right now are good. I think McTominay tries really hard, Rashford tries really hard, um, Garnacho looks good, but it is. I don't know who he's alluding to with these younger players. But I watched Gary Neville actually reacted to the first part. There's already a video on Sky Sports, so I listened to it today. And he said, I'm not going to say anything about Ronaldo. I'm really happy he's coming out because Gary Neville's always said that players should stop being, you know, behind this box where you have to say that after a game, yeah, three points, yeah, good performance. He said he, he wishes more players did this, so he's happy Ronaldo's doing it. If Ronaldo's upset at him, he said that's fine. Like, okay, whatever. But the thing about the young players, I agree with him. He said... When Ronaldo was coming through, all the old, there were some older players in the team that said the same thing. They were like, why does he care about his hair? Why does he care about his fashion? Because you're saying this thing about social media now. Back in the 2000s, it was, why do players care about how they look? Why do they care about their hair? Why do they care about all these sponsorship deals? Because in the 90s and 80s, no one cared about that stuff. So, it, it, so no, 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 but here's the thing. If they didn't accept Ronaldo, you know, Roy Keane, um, Ferdinand, Giggs, Scholes, they all took him in, right? And they all, he, and he listened. And I do think that the young people are listening, but no one is going to be like Ronaldo. If he's comparing himself to everyone, give up. <laughs> There's no point. But now nah, here's the thing, though, right? Okay, you say they accepted him, but what did it take for them to accept him? You know, they all have stories of Ronaldo came into training and he just did like a million skills. He tried to be so flashy and we could tell he was just a young, immature kid. And we just, like, we really gave it to him. We were very physical with him in training. We, we told him that this is not on, we, you know, like... Like, there was that clear, like, hey, you want to be a part of us? Grow up, right? And that's what made him grow up. I, I, I know Ronaldo, like, first of all, he said, I don't say much. I try to lead by example. Mm. And I know nobody else on that team is giving those harsh realities to these players and telling them, like, hey, if you don't grow up, you're not going to make it to the top level. You know? I think, I think so some are. I think some are. Now, at least, with our new signing. I think Martinez definitely is. This guy's insane. Yeah, he did say that. He said he said Lissandro Martinez and uh, and Dalo and Casemiro are gonna have Dalo. Longevity. <laughs> Dalo, my gosh. <laughs> but yeah, here, okay. Final verdict, right? I do think Ronaldo. Yeah, he'll never play Old Trafford again. He he may excuse me. He may never play again because he said if Portugal win the World Cup, he's done. No, he so, said if he scores a hat trick in the final <laughs> to beat Messi's okay, two fair. goals, he'll retire. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. On the 1% chance that that happens, he retires and he's done. End of story. Or, oh, another thing we need to touch on. He, um, 350 million in two years. Like, come on. It's very, how many, how many stories do we hear about players that abandon top level football at a young age to go and play for, for a hell of a lot less, right? One player that springs to mind is Oscar. 
mm. you know, left yeah. Chelsea and went yeah. to play in China for God knows how much money, right? Ronaldo decided, even though I'm 37, I don't want 350 million, yeah. which by the way, at 37 is, is like no one will ever see that kind of money at that age in athletes in, in athlete sports ever, right? And he said no to that. And apparently he had other clubs that were interested and he said no to them, right? And I believe him. I do believe him because you have had Roy Keane who's come out and said, I know for a fact that there are clubs. Mm. Um, yeah. You know, and Roy, Roy Keane is a reputable person. He's not He's not going to like just say nonsense, right? So like, I do believe what Ronaldo is saying. But I, and I, another thing I believe is if United terminate his contract, he could be offered a much lower wage as a free agent and then all bets are off as to where he goes. He can go to Napoli. He can go to Lisbon. He can go to... Uh, Chelsea, he could go to Roma. God knows, he could reunite with Mourinho. He could even go back to Madrid. Like you, like it's wide open. He won't, but it's wide open. And one thing that I love is, oh, imagine this scenario: Mbappe goes to Madrid, and yeah, PSG yeah. comes and say, "Hey, why don't you play with Messi?" And did you see how he reacted to that? He's not. He's the open to it. He's, he's open to it. That would be amazing. You know, hey. I'm very against using money to buy you titles. But if you're going to use money to buy you titles, at least use money to put Ronaldo and Messi on the same team for just one season. Like, that's all I want, man. But it would be I, cool. I don't know. It would be pretty cool. It probably will never happen. It might happen in their last season of play. Like, they'll both play for, like, LA Galaxy or something. But, um, yeah. I, that's, did, no, that's I, do, I do think he wants to stay in Europe because if you realize Messi's catching up on his Champions League goal record, he's gonna he's going to leave, like... I don't know where he'll go. I and the thing is, he said he rejected the office because he was comfortable. I don't completely agree with that because you cannot pay me enough to believe that Ronaldo sat there and was like, "Yeah, you know, what? I'm excited to play in the Europa League next season. I'm so happy here. I am. I finished sixth last year. Yeah, 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 I'm really excited." No, but I think I think it was more of like, "I'm going to demonstrate my loyalty to this club." And secondly, I'm going to show that I can bounce back even at 37. I will get back into the Champions League and I will win it. Or he thought maybe I'm gonna try, and worst case I'll leave in January. Like that's what he's done. Because you know, again, I, I, again, I, back to the the previous theory that I told you, maybe the whole I'm gonna try thing was in reference to I'm gonna try, and if I have to, I'll take it easy because my main focus is the World Cup. It's clear. And he even said that. he, he yeah. said I feel great. I know I'm gonna do amazing in the World Cup. I know Portugal. Like he has this incredible confidence for someone whose conversion rate is like four percent you know i have so, I, I had some stats here i have the stats of how many <laughs> so from tw okay so this is man united in the league 25 shots one goal that okay conversion rate four percent uh shots uh, he only gets okay one out of four shots on target which i think is okay but it should really be one every two um, and yeah. he's missed six big chances in the Europa League, two big chances in the Premier League. So in all competitions, 56 shots, two, three goals. It is his worst season ever. It is. 56 shots, three goals. He's not firing. Um, I said he's he's not got it anymore, but I would not be surprised if he goes to the World Cup, wins the Golden Boot, and brings Portugal to like the final. I, then I'll just eat my words. But from what I've seen, from what I've seen... He doesn't. I it already. He, from what I've seen, he doesn't look like he's got it anymore. But if he's just saving himself for this big surprise, and then you'll actually be right, and then you know. <laughs> but when have I ever been wrong about Ronaldo? I have. Never oh, Ronaldo! Been. Yeah, okay. But it's. 
I just don't think he moved to Lisbon. I think if like Bayern Munich came in with a concrete offer, he would have gone. But because it was Sporting, who don't, who didn't make even make it out of the groups, um, or what was it, Napoli, who no one mm-hmm. would have predicted how well they would have done this season. No, no chance. Like yeah. especially after last season, they were good, but you know you didn't. The thing is, yeah, Napoli, Osimhen is on fire. Yeah, it's that the whole team. The whole team is firing, and that's the thing. He didn't see that coming. If you went back in, if you we, you had a time machine behind you, and you could go back in time, tell Ronaldo go to Napoli, he would have went if you told him how well they did. But he didn't see it on the same level. That's why. But now he's seen that the big level clubs aren't going to incorporate him into plans. So he's aware. So what he's probably going to do is go to a smaller team, still a big team like Napoli or Sporting, and play in the Champions League for them. Get his goal record up and see what happens because. He knows he's coming to the end. He said he wants to retire at 40. It looks nice to retire at 40, you know. It's like a nice yeah. round number. And I hope he does. You know, I respect him for most of what he's done as a as an athlete. I do think his love for Manchester United is a bit put on, though. Because he almost went to City. And we can't forget that. I, despite everything he did last season, he almost went to City. And if he's a true legend, wouldn't do that. Imagine he goes to City now. I'd love that. Then no, actually no, I wouldn't. Then Arsenal would win the league. Oh yeah, that's the worst thing he said in the whole interview. By the way, that's the worst <laughs> thing he said. Oh, I'd like it if Arsenal wins, bro. Piers Morgan, can I just say Piers Morgan? He gets the headlines. That's his job. Fair play. But as someone watching the interview, right? I I want to be. Not a good he's not a good interviewer. I want to be a journalist, right? He's good at getting the headlines. That's why he works for the Sun, right? You get the big controversial. Oh, Ronaldo wants to leave United. Ronaldo calls Rooney. Blah, blah. But you're not asking him big, expansive questions. Ronaldo was repeating himself a lot of the time. But I just don't like Piers Morgan. But in the end of the day, I do hope more footballers come out to do interviews like this. Not in this circumstance. But to get an insight onto what's happening in his personal life and everything. It helps you understand him a bit more. And it makes it all the more impressive. Because after the whole miscarriage and everything, he came back and he scored against Arsenal. You know, So I still think he's still got the fight. Still got that dog in him, you know? And I think he has the potential to have a good World Cup and still a good couple years, but he can't come back to United. He's done here. Yeah, I think at this point now, close this chapter. Look mm. forward to the World Cup, which is in three days. Oh, I cannot wait. That's oh, crazy. oh, sorry, let's talk about this. Let's just give it two minutes to talk about this, but reports have come out and said that <laughs> have attempted to bribe the Ecuador national team with 7.4 million, whatever the currency was, to lose 1 million conceded in the second half of the opening game. That's see, look, crazy. Look at what this person did when he heard the news. Obviously, it's a joke, but like... <laughs> <laughs> that is insane. I cannot believe. Here's Okay, look, I'm in a country where I need to watch... Um, what I allegedly, is, allegedly. Just say allegedly. 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 allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> I think allegedly, um, some alleged places allegedly make a lot of alleged, um, <laughs> wrong alleged, alleged choices and corrupt alleged decisions to allegedly ruin some alleged large oh events. Gosh. And I allegedly hope that they allegedly fail to do so because allegedly, <laughs> I really want to allegedly watch this alleged World Cup. So I, I allegedly plead... <laughs> For these alleged countries to please stop so we can allegedly enjoy this competition. I agree, allegedly. I allegedly agree. Um, I hope these are, these reports aren't true. Um, but it is actually quite a reputable journalist from the Middle Eastern region. So, yeah, I mean, 
why would he want to tarnish the World Cup, the first World Cup in his uh, his home region? You know, I don't think he'd be lying mm. either. And he added the Mail as well, the Daily Mail. So I hope it's not true. I really do. Um, I'm excited for this World Cup. But if Qatar win the opening game one nil, <laughs> from a goal in the second half, that was the agreement. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. But we're, but we're excited for the World Cup. Uh, we're going to be releasing content. Uh, probably, it might just be in line with like, I don't know, maybe we do it halfway through the group stages and then at the end of the group stages. We'll see how it goes. But yeah, yeah we'll try to give you the best content so you can get all our opinions and Hussein's wrong opinions. Um, but thanks for listening. I'll show you. I'll show you. <laughs> thanks for listening uh, to this special episode. Ronaldo's washed. Uh, just kidding. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like, subscribe, follow, download. Um, and we'll see you guys when we see you guys in a bit.